You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. GMAD. Don is a pastor with 40 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you are. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. <laughs> good morning, Alex. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good. All right. Well, welcome everybody to another episode. If you remember from last week's, the ending of that episode, we were talking about, I kind of gave Don a, I know, a I, heads up that... I was glad for that. Yeah. We're going to talk a little about, about tithing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, first, you know, the question, and I'm sure everyone's kind of had this idea before, talked about it before, how much should we be giving? Oh, all of it. We should be giving all of it. Well, but it depends on to whom and what. And, right. And, and uh, yeah, basically the Bible says that we're stewards okay. of all that God has given us in creation. So it's not just what he's put into your back pocket or my back pocket. We're actually all together stewards of everything that God's put on earth. Mm-hmm. Then there's a portion that we are directly stewards of. Yeah. And uh, that portion, then we're personally responsible to sort of meter out and, and steward as as best we can. Uh, but the question was tithing. Right. And what's interesting is, as we go back all the way to Abraham, that's when the, the aspect of tithing started. Because after he uh, rescued Lot in uh, Genesis chapter 14, he gave a tithe okay. of all of the loot till Melchizedek. And Melchizedek was, was a priest. We believe he was a priest of God. Okay. And uh, because he's alluded to in Hebrews. Okay, okay. A great yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. A priest as the order of Melchizedek is how Jesus is called. I'm impressed with you just pulling these names off the top of your head, honestly. Yeah, well, you gave me a little time to study that oh, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that tithe was a tenth of all the loot till this priest Melchizedek. Okay. As a way of saying God, I mean, you think about Abraham showing up to rescue Lot from a king. Right. So it's just his family, his household, his servants that went and rescued against a king of a nation. Okay. So that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. The Lord showed up for that battle, mm-hmm. and it was basically Abraham's thanks and saying, you know, Melchizedek, you priest, here, mm-hmm. here you go. Uh, so then when we go to Malachi chapter 4, then he says, uh, God says, so test me in this. Right. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse, meaning into the temple storehouse, mm-hmm. And see if I don't pour out such blessing upon you that you can't contain it. Malachi chapter 4. Well, that then brings it into the New Testament. Uh, While the New Testament, you know, the law is sort of gone, right? We don't have to operate under the law. We also realize that some of the... Jesus said in uh, Matthew chapter 5, it's around verse 17, that he didn't take any dot or tittle away from the law, but came to fulfill it. Okay. And so that means, okay, we didn't just throw the Old Testament out. It still has some validity. Ah. That then goes into your question of, okay, do we give gross or net right. tithe? Yeah. And 
it really matters more to you right. whether you're giving gross or net. Mm-hmm. Because then you get to Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 to 8, and you talk about, okay, what are these acts of righteousness? Uh, the NIV has acts of righteousness. Uh, charitable deeds, uh, I think, is RSV. It's a single word that the right. Greek is being translated into those concepts. And so it happens, I'm going to be preaching on this this coming week uh, at both Westchester and Kelowna. Yeah. So those acts of righteousness are the things that we do because we love God. Mm-hmm. Well, how much do you love God, net or gross? Right. <laughs> right. That's a good question. That's I mean, it comes down to that. It's really our personal response to God All right. as to whether we go net or gross. Okay. It's not going to be law. Okay. It's going to be a reaction of who we are. So are you saying that the old, let's say, covenant or requirement to tithe, mm-hmm. meaning a tenth of your earnings, that's not necessarily gone with Jesus? Not There's necessarily. Nothing has changed. Because um, a lot of people attribute the... Um, God loves a cheerful giver mm-hmm. to mean, you know, if you're not cheerful with your tenth and you can cut it in half, then that's cheerful. That makes me a lot happier and a lot less anxious, less, less worried. But it flips mm-hmm. on the fact is, how are you approaching it? Are you approaching it out of a, God, God has really blessed me and I thank the Lord for everything that he's given to me. And so I give out of a thankful, cheerful heart. Yeah. A heart that knows that God's in the mix. Mm-hmm. If we're just doing it out of okay, I made a hundred dollars. Here's ten bucks for the plate. I, I don't cut it. Oh, I see. Because it has more to do with relationship yeah. than it has to do with law. Right. If we're going to do religion, that's Old Testament. Mm-hmm. That's and Jesus fulfilled the Old Testament, and I think all the law of the Old Testament is fulfilled out of a deep relationship with Jesus. Yeah. It's not like that's going to go away. Right. But we're going to more naturally do the things of the Old Testament out of a, a heartfelt relationship with Jesus Christ. So it's going to be more natural. It's going to be more cheerful. It's going to be more glorifying to God than just, like, made 100 bucks. here's mm-hmm. 10 for the plate. Yeah. It's not going to cut it. No, I mean, it might, though. You know, God could pour out those blessings upon you, and then you could see that real, like, this world benefit that you get from actually making that sacrifice to give. True. And, and I have found it, found in my own life, when I move from, from the thought in my own head of, oh, I'm so poor, I can't give, mm-hmm. to the, well, let me give the whole tithe, just like Malachi says. Let me be faithful in what he's called me to do, and, and God does bless and even if he doesn't bless with more dollars and cents, okay. he does bless by changing our understanding of whether we're living as paupers right. or as children of the king. Mm-hmm. And just that, that mental switch yeah. in our minds, because of the relationship, makes a great deal of difference. Mm-hmm. Maybe not on the dollar line, but it makes a difference in our attitude and the way we approach people. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Because those charitable acts in in Matthew chapter 6 aren't necessarily putting those dollars in the coffers of the church. 
but it's making sure that the needs of the poor are taken care of. Right. Which yeah. the church is doing as well. Yeah. Okay. And for all of you people out there that do not tithe, like myself, um, really? Well, not it's not a ten percent. <laughs> you know, I've done know. the math on it, and it's like you know, it's 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 almost close to half. Um, really? Yeah. That's fifty percent. Uh, huh? Half? No, half of a tithe. So oh, 5%. okay. I was gonna say, <laughs> wow. Oh boy. No, you no, really I are do, dedicated. Uh, I do not. Okay, um, but you know that's not a don't don't beat yourself up about it. And okay, so it's a growth question then. Okay. Well, what if I say since I do you know the audio and visual, video stuff for the oh, church yeah. service that I do for free? What if I'm kind of mm-hmm. like God? God sees that, so so God here I'm telling him every week. So this is worth about this much money. You know, every week. Okay, you talk to him about and it. I That's say, hey, cool. God, this counts, you know, right? Come on. This, it does. This counts. Um, it does. Yeah, well, it I mean, really does. Service, though, I wouldn't say he would call that tithing, would he? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, time and talents. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, so... Because, because if, if it wasn't given to the church voluntarily as time given to the, the, the ministry, I mean, not just the church... Right. Uh, if it's not given voluntarily that way, then it would have to be paid for in order for that kind of uh, thing to happen. Mm-hmm. And I guess I find our volunteers actually do things much more frugally yet extravagantly. I mean, more fewer dollars and cents into it, but yet it has such a different flavor yeah. to it that it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, seen but, that too. Volunteers are much more fruitful with what they produce than someone that is paid for it. I, I, I agree. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying like when we went on our Habitat for Humanity trips that uh, our expertise in carpentry skills were, were um, all that fruitful, but oh, we yeah. sure tried. You know? Yeah. 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 The but, effort was rewarded. Yeah. All right. So let's beat the living crap of this dead horse here, John. <laughs> If I don't go to church, should I still donate 10% of my income? Well, don't go to church. Willingly or reluctantly or... I don't know. Because that... Yeah, you should still give. Uh, I still emphasize relationship to a church. Right. Because part of the richness of the relationship and the joy of being Mm -hmm. part of the kingdom is done in the relationships you have in the church. Yeah. Now, if if you're not comfortable where you're at or it's not serving your purposes, get it, find a good Bible church. Right. Somebody who's actually preaching the gospel mm-hmm. or the word of God right out of the word of God Yeah. and, and go that route. Um, I know we have people listening online right. and uh, doing the best they can that way. Some of them are at Clare out of state right. and are actually contributing mm-hmm. to what's going on here at Westchester, and that's all right. Uh, I wish we could be the other arm and reach out to them and let them feel uh, a part of us. Right. And that's the difficult piece. But That uh, is the difficult part of it, yeah. But we do appreciate mm-hmm. what's going on there. There's a new era coming to the church, and I think it will be more electronic. We just have to somehow learn how to give the handshake from this side of the microphone to the other side of the lens. I mean, do you think that's how it should go? Well, it... it Part of me is a kind of a pessimist, kind of critical 
brain. Really? And not really like, I, 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 critic, I, critical of things I do, but then also like I want to beat down an idea. So if someone comes with an idea, I'm like, okay, so what about these bad things about that idea? A lot of people don't like that. I shouldn't do that as much as I do, but like, shouldn't we be just saying, hey, no, no, just you have to come be a part of this or else you're making us do so much extra to reach out to you. Well, and, and, but it's still even going, even if we could create a handshake from the other side of the lens, right? It's still not going to be the same as when you and I sit down together. Yeah. And we talk and we're brothers in Christ. Yeah, exactly. And it's rich Mm -hmm. and, and it's not going to be the same. Right. But it's going to be as good as it can be. Yeah. So you're right. It will still have uh, some anemia yeah. in the relationship, but it'd be better than nothing. Right. And we're living in a society where we're cloistering up in our houses. Uh, we're more segregated, more individualized. At least the conversation is starting mm-hmm. this way. Yeah. And I think that's good. Okay. Um, should I t- tithe while trying to pay off debt? Yes. Yes. Even if you're in debt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, do I give... No, we already did the 10% of income before or after. And do I add income from side jobs? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, this is... got to remember, Abraham's was a side job. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't his normal. That's a good point. Um, how about this one? This one's... Is it right to count my church tithe on my tax returns? count it i mean so deduct it you mean deduct it yeah oh yeah that's okay yeah doesn't that kind of offset the good that we're doing with the no but it's the government's way of saying we acknowledge religion in our country and we and that's all right we basically it's in there even though it's sort of small uh it's in there to encourage us as individuals to do charitable work yeah rather than the government have to do it Mm -hmm. and i guess i go back to saying if if the church had been where we should have been back in the 30s when there was so much need that Social Security came into being, then we probably wouldn't have that. Right. Um, And we wouldn't have what's become known as uh, welfare. Right. Uh, The church wasn't at a point where it could do it back then. I don't know whether we need to reclaim it or not, but it is as it is. It'd be difficult because it would make people have to come asking unless you know them, unless you know who they are, which I always found it's much harder to give to someone in need that I can see the need because of, let's say, you know, their pride and you don't want to damage anyone's pride, but it's harder to do. Like I generally say, you know, like, Hey, I got my farmer. I got two freezers full of meat and I got a hog coming in soon. And I don't necessarily know exactly when that hog's coming in, but I know that it's every time we get another hog in that freezer, it's a, it's a Tetris game of how to pack it in there. And so I try to give it away, but people never take the meat. Hmm. Well, okay. Let's remember what the Bible says about pride. Yeah. It's a very dangerous thing. It comes before our fall because pride keeps us from confessing sin and dealing with our relationship with Christ and walking humbly before God. And so, yeah, I think we don't want to make pride such a big thing that it keeps us from doing what needs to be done. Yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, in our times of need, we may need to swallow our pride. Oh, yeah. 
I think so. Uh, so that's a whole nother, that pride could be a whole nother lesson mm-hmm. because it's a, a major piece of who we are. Yeah. We need enough of us to keep going and, and keep steady yeah. and know who we are in Christ. Uh, but we, that's more identity. Right. Then, well, I can do it myself. You know, the John Wayne. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. I agree. And, and we need to be tough, but right. we don't need to be prideful. Yeah. Um, let's say that I decided to, instead of giving my money to the church, even though I'm coming every week, or let's say reduce it. So I'm going to reduce it. I'm going to give the church a check for 10 bucks every week. And the rest of the money I'm sending off to Mozambique, to Orlando. Remember him? Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Um, for all of his work that he's doing mm-hmm. over in Mozambique and help, because I see a lot of need over there where I don't see it as much here with, you know, just cleaning and becoming a different society um, over there. Um, again, I love, mm-hmm. loved him. He was, he was awesome. Right. Exactly. He, now, has, he has a very genuine ministry going on yeah. over there. I, uh, I can't fault you for it. Okay. I mean, biblically, on the word, it can't be faulted. Okay. Uh, go for it. Okay. That's good. Um, let's see. Just so we keep this going, you know. Right, right. <laughs> um, so we kind of covered this one, you know, believers are no longer under the Mosaic Covenant. So this is kind of like a seven different reasons for saying that Christians are not required to tithe. Oh, so I'd like to somebody and you kind of addressed it already early, but we kind of glossed over it a little bit. Um, but um, they, they reference Romans uh, chapter six, okay. Galatians three mm-hmm. and second Corinthians chapter three as well. So it's saying that the commands are in the Mosaic covenant are no longer in force. What do we think about well, that? Well, and in force, I could agree. Okay. So we're not forced to fulfill the covenant of Moses. Uh, we will fulfill the covenant of Moses, okay. like Jesus said, because okay. he came to fulfill the law. Mm-hmm. And so it will not be something... I guess if people are giving just because they have to give, right? then I'd say, hmm, that maybe is the wrong side of it. Yeah, We give out of our understanding who Jesus is Mm -hmm. and the fact that he fulfilled the law and I love Jesus. Right. So I'm going to give. Right. The call to relationship other than the call to religion. Yeah. I I'd say that that makes the tithe the minimum. Right. Rather than the maximum. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, if you look it up, you know, the real, the like definition, like the tithe is your 10%. The offering, which is what we call it in this church is what you give above and beyond. Right. And that's why I uh, say gifts, tithes and offerings. Right. So, you know, you might not be a Christian, but you're going to give a gift. You might be a Christian, and here's your tithe, but offerings are above and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, tithes were given to the Levites and priests, but there are no Levites and priests in the New Covenant. Correct. Well, uh, it is the priesthood of all believers, though. Ah, so you got them there. First yep. Peter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tithe is tied to the land of Israel received under the Old Covenant. Really? So, Where do they get that? Um, Israel was supposed to celebrate a tithe every three years in Jerusalem, but that requirement cannot apply to Christians today. It related to the Jews as a nation, to Jews who lived in the land of promise. With the coming of Christ, the Jewish nation is no longer the folk. It says locus, but I think it says focus of God's people. Okay. 
though individual Jews are part of the church through faith in Jesus. So they would basically say, since temple's gone, the tithe's gone too. Right. Hmm. Really? I think Paul would say we are the temple. Okay. Anything else? Well, I'm just saying it, it's not really a valid dis for doing a tithe. So something I have done is like that the earthly Jerusalem is no longer central in God's purposes. But believers are part of the heavenly Jerusalem and look forward to the city to come. True. To the new heavens and new earth. Uh, Abraham isn't heir of their land, of the land of Israel, but of the whole world. Right. And that's yeah. where Jesus, uh, Jesus uh, uh, talks about that in John chapter 4 when he's with the woman at the well, mm -hmm. that our worship is no longer going to be at the temple, but when it will be in spirit and truth, mm -hmm. wherever, wherever we're at. Yeah. So the temple might be gone, but our worship is still there. Yeah. Okay. Um. So when Jesus affirmed the tithe, that was before the dawn of the new covenant. But was it even, was it? So he affirmed the tithe in Matthew 23 when he was confronting the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. But he, did you, I mean, when you look at that passage in chapter 23, he's confirming, oh, it's good you tithe of your, tithe, your thigh, uh, thistles and whatever. Yeah, coming and and your spices, mm -hmm. uh, but you aren't tithing your grace and your your justice and your righteousness. Mm -hmm. You're not bringing that into the storehouse. Right. Yeah, I mean Jesus talks a lot about money. Oh yeah, that's uh, surprising. One of his one of his chief yeah subjects as far yeah. as New Testament is concerned. Well, so much of our life revolves around yeah. it. It's uh, and so his his critique of the Pharisees and the uh, uh, scribes is the fact that they were doing the, in the little things, mm -hmm. and they were being faithful in that, but they weren't being faithful in the things that really do matter, justice and, and righteousness. Yeah. So I think we need to keep that in perspective as well. So we're talking about tithing. Well, that's sort of a side issue. Yeah. The main issue is, what's your relationship with Jesus? And if your relationship is in Jesus is growing dynamic and life-changing, the tithe is a minor thing mm -hmm. because it's going to follow suit. Yeah, uh, We invest ourselves. We invest ourselves where we have passion. And if we have a passion for our investment portfolio, that's where the money's going to go. Yep. If we have a passion for uh, a certain ministry like Mozambique, it's going to go there. Yeah. If we have a passion for the church, what? God is doing through the church, our our time and our talents and our money will go there. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, I think that's going to cover up most of it. If you've got more questions about it, oh, yeah. let us know. Shake our um, hand from the other side of the lens, you know? we got about 20 minutes into this, so I feel like mm. we've covered a lot of it. And uh, Thank you for staying with us. Yeah. Yeah. I encourage you to all to reevaluate your finances in a way, you know, I, we took that Dave Ramsey class when we were first yeah. married and that was a gift that my uh, parents gave to us and all of the kids once they got married is it's good. We want you to go to this and thinking of, you know, okay, I'm going to go spend, I don't know if it was an hour or two hours, you know, a week doing this is like, a, ugh. but Boring. 
It's not boring. <laughs> no, it's it not. keeps it lively. It's it's fun. It's funny. It really makes you think. He does a good, a good job presenting it. And uh, yeah, his ministry is really good. But when you talk about your finances, I do one more thing. Hmm. I'd put this in front of you and pray, God, am I all right? Am I, I need to be nudged somewhere? And allow the Holy Spirit to help direct how you give or mm-hmm. where you give and what you give. And you're right, your talent, your abilities that you give into the church, that is good stuff. You can't count that by dollars and cents. And it's part of our passion. Yeah. We want to see the kingdom thrive mm-hmm. here today. Yeah, I agree. And that's a tricky one, too. It is. Especially newlyweds. It's, uh, tell you what, nothing you can't fight about anything like you can over money. All right. Oh, it's the, it's the best one. So, mm-hmm. or the trickiest one. It's the best way to get into something heated, I would say. But, yeah. Uh, so, if you really want to get into heated, that's uh-huh. where you start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but it is something you got to do. Yes. It's stuff to do. So, yeah. John, will you pray us out? Can do that. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love and your mercy and the, the relationship you call us into with your son, Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we pray that the discussion we had this morning would be somehow impact our listeners in a way that honors and glorifies you and draws all of us ever closer to the image you've given us in Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks everyone for joining us. Um, we got some good stuff coming up next week, so be sure to tune in. Um, and we will see you all. Notice next. he didn't give me any clues. No, no, no okay. clues this time. This, these, I want these ones to. I want be you fresh. to. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna try you out this time. So, all right, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week. We will see you all next week. Lord willing. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.